0: This is Carriker and Smallman. We're talking everything St. Louis blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors. Great floors for every home. With locations in Crestwood, Manchester, Overland, and St. Peter's. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Dan McLaughlin is in for Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carricker. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And John Kelly back to work tonight after an 11-day uh Time without hockey, and J.K. is with us now as he'll get ready for tonight's game between the Blues and the New Jersey Devils on Valley Sports. John Kelly, how are you this morning?
1: Doing well, guys. How are
0: you? Good. What have you been doing during these 11 days?
1: Oh, gosh. You know, just sort of killing time. Uh, My wife and I were thinking of doing something, but then she came down with a cold and stuff, and my my son's been uh, back home from Alaska for the last couple of weeks, sort of unexpected on a little vacation. So we've just been hanging out as a family here. So nothing big.
2: J.K., uh, what do you expect for the second half? Just generally speaking, what do you think about the Blues? They had this little layoff, uh, obviously a goaltender situation to figure out, but they're healthy, it looks like, pretty much, except for Perunovic. So generally speaking, uh, give me your your thoughts on the final, uh, what, almost 40 games left to go in this
1: season. 38 to go. Yeah, 38 to go, Dan. Yeah, they have eight this month and then 30 games in. Uh, March and April, which is a you know a big number, fifteen games a month on average. So what do I expect? I think this team's ready to roll. They're healthy, as you said. Going into the break, they stumbled a little bit in their last game against Winnipeg, but you know, that's not the end of the world. And I think, you know, in listening to the the players speak the last couple of days on their Zoom interviews and head coach Craig Barubi, I think the biggest thing that this team wants to focus on in the second half here is to be a better defensive team. I think we know that they can score goals. They're sixth in the NHL in goals scored. Um, they have plenty of offense. They have offense from their defense. So that's not an issue. They're two good goaltenders, as we've seen. So I think that they, they feel that to become a championship contending team, which I think they, they feel that they have uh, the chance to do, they have to be a better defensive team. So I think that's the focus in the second half. But obviously a long ways to go and number one is to play well and get into the Stanley Cup playoffs because right now the Blues sit in a wild-card spot, amazingly enough, 13 games over five hundred. John, we
0: will have the press conference today here on 101 ESPN as the Blues officially announced Craig Berube's contract extension. From your perspective, you've seen a lot of teams coached by a lot of guys. What is it that sets Craig Berube apart and makes him perfect for this team?
1: Well, I, I think that even though he, he is you know, known as a, a tough guy and he, he's, a, he's a no-nonsense kind of coach and you know, he, he doesn't mince words, as we know, I think he does the same with his players. He's very direct. But I think he's a player's coach, and I think the guys love playing for him. I, I really do. And, and I say that because when he was coaching down in Chicago in the American League, um, and the Blues had a lot of their players down there, whenever a player would come up, one of the first things he would tell us is how much they enjoy playing for Craig Berube. Now, is, is he tough to, to play for and demanding? Of course he is. But, you know, all good coaches are demanding. They're trying to push the players to the limit. But I think the biggest thing, his strength, is he's got a great feel for his own players, you know, when to mix lines and change lines and maybe set a guy out or whatever, but also a great feel for the game. His in-game adjustments are fantastic. When the team isn't playing well, He'll mix lines and and do things like that. So I think it's great news that he's on board for at least three more years, and congratulations to Craig.
2: So the goaltending situation, obviously a a big storyline for this second half. J.K., how do you think beginning tonight it plays out when you talk about Bennington and Husso?
1: Well, Dan, I don't know why. uh, You know, we're going to go to the skate here in a a little while and and find out, you know, who's starting tonight. I I think right now – it's, I don't want to say it's up for grabs. I think Bennington is, is certainly the guy that, you know, coming into the season was the clear-cut number one, but the way that Billy Huso has played, he, he deserves a lot of starts, and, and he deserves to play. And, and I think it's a positive that they have two good goaltenders. So I think that their play on the ice and their, and their records and their numbers will probably dictate who gets the majority of the starts here in the second half. So that's the way I see it right now is that they, they have two guys that are, um, you know, I know that Bennington hasn't played well the last couple of games, but, you know, obviously this guy has a Stanley Cup under his belt, and uh, we'll let their play dictate what happens, uh, you know, on the ice, what happens down the road here.
0: John, uh, you guys have not broadcast the games in Canada, and next week the Blues will play those games that they were supposed to play in Canada. They've got at Ottawa and at Toronto sandwiched around a game at Montreal. And the blues talk about and talked during the bubble about how their emotion was affected by not having fans in the stands. I wonder if they've done something to be able to, to correct that because it really is important in those games specifically to be really engaged, isn't it?
1: Well, obviously, but I think it hurts the home team more than the, the visiting team, right? Quite honestly, Randy, so I think it's a it's a it's a bonus that when the Blues go up to Montreal next week in Ottawa, and, and they are changing their restrictions and things, they're trying to loosen them up a little bit. And I don't know what the rules will be next week, um, but you know, right now there there aren't a lot of fans. I watched the game last night um, in in Vancouver and Calgary. They do have some fans, but you know, Ottawa hasn't had any fans. Montreal hasn't had fans, and Toronto hasn't had fans. And that's where the Blues are going. So my take on that is it really hurts the home team a lot more than it hurts the visiting team.
2: J.K., I know you're not um, in the rooms with the Board of Governors of those said teams in Canada and trying to figure out. I should
1: be, Dan. You know that? I should be.
2: If it was up to me, buddy, you'd be the commissioner. Believe me, we never have a work stoppage, and and no, we wouldn't. And broadcasters <laughs> would be paid really, really well. Um, so, what do you think this has done to you know Toronto? Maybe a little different, Montreal. But when you're talking about some of these places that don't have fans, so they don't have the money coming in. What's the residual effect? I, I know it's a tough question, but financially, will it restrict some of these teams in what they do in trying to sign players or even re sign players? And then does that mean that, you know what, it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, teams coming in and saying, yeah, we'll, we'll take that contract. We'll help you out because we got money coming in.
1: Well, it could. You know, uh, obviously the trade deadline is coming up in, I think, March 21st, Dan. And you know you're talking. I'm sure about teams like Montreal and Ottawa. Teams exactly. That are they're clearly out of the playoff. I mean, Montreal is going to have their worst season ever. So, yeah, I think that you know players that are on those teams, uh, generally speaking, would probably like a trade at this point. Who knows? I can't speak for everybody. Um, but down the road, you know, big picture, it, it hurts the entire league, Dan, because as we know the owners and the players split the sure. which called HRR so it's it's going to hurt the players and the owners going into next year and and the salary cap probably won't rise at all and and the players might have to face more escrow higher escrow which they're already paying a lot of escrow as we know so you know this this situation with with limited crowds in Canada has has really hurt you know those teams but in particular It's going to hurt the entire league.
0: And finally, John, you talk about this ability to play against the the East, 11 of the next 13 against the East, and the Blues will face among those teams in the East the top or, or the bottom six, Montreal, Buffalo, Ottawa, New Jersey, Philly, and the Islanders. So this is a really good opportunity for the Blues to make some hay over the next 13 games.
1: Well, exactly, and you've got to win those games because we know how tough it is right now. As I said earlier, the Blues right now, as we speak, are sitting out of the top three in the Central Division, which, of course, the top three, you're guaranteed a playoff spot. So now they're in a wild-card spot. But, you know, they're obviously in very good shape with the record, and I think they will make some hay here, and they should. I mean, New Jersey comes in here tonight, guys. They won in Montreal the other night 7-1, but that was their first win in eight games. They had lost seven in a row before that. Their top two goaltenders are out right now, and John Gillies, the player the Blues had earlier this year, mm-hmm. he was signed to a PTO um, by the Blues, and because of all their injuries in COVID, he had to play a game, and then the Blues put him on waivers, and he started their last game in Montreal, so they're down to like their fourth goaltender. Um, Dougie Hamilton, their best defenseman, is out with a broken jaw. Jack Hughes is in COVID protocol, so tonight's an example of a game against a team that's really hurting, not playing well, and you got to take advantage of those games.
2: John, my final question. You think the Blues come out in this first period just like, just shot out of a cannon because it's been a while? And I bring that up because I think they've got to be better in first periods. If my numbers are correct, I was looking at this, I think in the 44 games they only led in like 13 of those first periods. So it seems like they get off to sometimes these slow starts, and I wonder if that changes tonight.
1: Well, hopefully. I mean, you're right. Their second periods have been their best periods this season, Dan. So obviously, you know, when you chase games, as we know, in any sport, it's tough. You have to come out of your system and maybe take some risks and things like that. So they've got to be better. I was at practice yesterday, Dan, and and there seemed to be really good energy. So they've had a couple of good practices and you would hope and you would think they will come out. After an 11-day break, we're in a go tonight against New Jersey. Absolutely.
0: John Kelly, always great to hear your voice. Thanks you so much for the time. We always appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Okay, guys. Thanks for having me. See you later. That is
0: John Kelly, the voice of the blues on Valley Sports on 101 ESPN.
2: Nationally acclaimed heart surgeons. Advanced treatments for AFib.
1: At Valley Health System in northern New Jersey, elite cardiac care takes many things.
2: Breakthrough treatments for valve replacement.
1: Some you might expect.
2: Access to clinical trials.
1: While others you might not.
2: A team-based approach to your care. Questions that never go unanswered.
1: Valley Health System. Everything medicine can do. A few things medicine can't.
0: If you love great food, but you'd rather not go out, you got to check out the Caviar app. With Caviar, the restaurant comes to you. You get premium chef-cooked meals without the reservation. Caviar makes it super easy and makes it happen. And just for our listeners, Caviar is offering 50% off two orders up to $20 value per order. All you have to do is put in the offer code NYCPOD22 at checkout. Remember, that's 50% off two orders up to $20 value per order with offer code NYCPOD22. Download the Caviar app and use offer code NYCPOD22 2.